Hey, it's Jennifer Jones. Friends call me JJ. This platform is designed for the new leader who wants to become a great leader in the modern workplace. Over the last 15 years, I have learned valuable lessons that I want to share with you to get you there ASAP. When the leader gets better, we all get better. Happy Monday! You're tuned in to JJ's Virtual Leadership Coffee Chat. If you haven't already, go grab that favorite latte or a spot of tea. A glass of wine is all right with me. Remember, you can always push pause. Let's go. All right, welcome back. So this week, we're going to focus in on reviewing your standard work. Remember, the standard work is critical to how you get organized as a leader. It's how you manage your time. It's how you manage the the agenda when you're with individuals to make sure that you're having the most effective use of your time. As we draw near to the end of the year, this is a great opportunity for you to pause and look at your schedule Look at your standard work and and determine if there are adjustments you should make so that you can be more effective as you go into the next year. So first, you want to start by reviewing your cadence with your direct reports. Okay, so if you guys remember, I'm a strong, I'm a big fan of small bites, which are 30-minute weekly check-ins with your direct reports, and at least one 90-minute um, session a month, which I call support and accountability meetings that go deeper into the work that they're doing and kind of and, and more deeper coaching along the way. So what I really focus on here is really not necessarily that I'm going to get rid of a small bite or a Sam, but it's really about the amount of time that we spend in our in our small bites in particular and if they're landing on the right day of the week. And so I use this opportunity with uh, my, my direct report to say, hey, are we still good with 30 minutes a week? And is Monday still good for you? And so that gives me an opportunity to kind of make sure that my schedule is aligning with their needs. Um, but I've also had scenarios where in this in that questioning my employee, my direct report might say, hey, can we actually extend it to an hour because we always run out of time? So again, trying to make sure that that we're meeting the needs of our mutual communication effort so that we can continue to advance it forward. The other thing I typically do with my cadence with my folks, specifically with the support and accountability meetings, is I try to go back and assess kind of the standard agenda that we use for those meetings and specifically around the areas of their own personal development, what are key questions or things I want to focus in with them once a month, or some of the development efforts that they're doing with their team. So I use that as an opportunity to kind of refresh our standard agenda once a month to make sure it's it, it's aligned with the areas that we're focusing on, either individually or as an entire department. The other um, area that I'll do um, is really looking at my cadence with my peers. So as I think about the other members of the executive team, are we meeting frequently enough or are we meeting more frequent than we need to or for a longer period of time? So really using that as an opportunity to say, hey, do I need to meet, for example, with my HR counterpart for an hour once a month or is 30 minutes sufficient? So again, that's a very similar cadence around is it the right amount of use of time for both of us? And I'm also focusing in on on the agenda. So really, does as the agenda evolves, have I made note of that in, in our standing agenda? And again, that's something that we mutually agree on. The other, um, the other area that I focus on, and you guys will remember this, and you can go back to how to how to effectively, you know, participate in meetings is, what other meetings am I in? What other standing meetings are on my calendar? 
um, that either has been on my like my standard work. It's a standard cadence I'm having with a particular group or a particular person that's not a direct report. Or typically what happens in this time frame or when I'm doing this review is I'm looking at what are those standing meetings that I've been added to because maybe there's a recent project that we're navigating through or something we're trying to solve that, that I, I was a part of the team early on to kind of shape direction. But am I still participating in that meeting? And I don't need to. And really at that point, what I'm what I'm thinking about is one you know, am, am I showing up to the meeting and actually contributing on a consistent basis? A lot of times when I first participate in some of these meetings that are cross-functional nature or focus on a particular project, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm there as a, as a way of, you know, making sure that the vision is cast for whatever problem we're trying to solve or there's clarity in the direction or alignment in the functions or that we have all the right people at the table. Once that's been solidified and there's a good system, Really, the question is, do I still need to participate that participate in that meeting on a routine basis? Or is there someone in that meeting, particularly a direct report, that can report back to me in our small advisors or support and accountability meeting? So I'm really assessing, is it time for me to disconnect from that meeting? The other thing that I typically do is I also think about challenging the meeting in its entirety. Are we meeting for meeting's sake? Was was the original purpose of the meeting, has that been solved and somehow or another we continue to meet? So I really use this as an opportunity, quite honestly, to challenge the entire group on, is it still a meeting that we need to um, navigate through? Are all the right people on the call that need to be on the call? Is the right cadence and timing um, aligned with the purpose of the meeting? So again, it's an opportunity to really clean house um, when it comes to the end of the year. One trick here that I do um, when I build my calendar monthly is I actually set end dates. So I think sometimes what ends up happening is we set up recurring meetings with no end date. And so we find ourselves two years later in a meeting for a project that were, that was like should have been short-term in nature, but somehow we keep showing up to this meeting. And so I typically set up my recurrences either six months, but no more than a year. So by the end of the year, if you look at my calendar in January, it's like open season, right? But the reality is I've not rebooked those meetings for next year. But it is a great opportunity to kind of clear your slate and you're only adding back to your calendar the things that are are purposeful for, for the work you need to get done. So again, this is a great opportunity for you to clean up your calendar and get yourself up and ready to go for next year. All right, until next week. Thanks, guys. See the light.